Hi everyone, I'm Dean Turple and this is Dean Turple's podcast. Today is September 9th of 2020. I didn't record a podcast last week because I was waiting on Friday for word from the Department of Health that we would hopefully get an extension on our 100% simulation exception. An emergency order was handed down in the afternoon. Actually, it was published in the morning, but it wasn't on the website until later in the afternoon. That looked to me, sometimes those orders, emergency orders can be a little bit confusing. It looked to me that it was an extension of the 100% simulation exception for clinicals for pre-licensure programs, but I just wanted to double check. So I checked with the Board of Nursing and I did not hear back until yesterday, of course, because of the holiday weekend. So yes, we do have an extension for 60 days from Friday to allow for clinicals to be 100% simulation um, in pre-licensure nursing programs, of which we are one. (laughs) And I'm happy about that because it carries us through this term. Actually, I lied about that. It carries us through this session, not through the term. We're in session two, which ends in October. And for me, that was a relief. Now, you can all go to the Department of Health website and look at any of the emergency orders and read them through. The original one that provided us that simulation exception was back in March. And the latest one um, was on Friday that extended that on September 4th. In the original emergency order, the Surgeon General put the responsibility for clinicals onto the dean and director, dean or director of a pre-licensure program. So that means me for this program, for the Broward College Associate of Science degree program, Associate of Science and Nursing degree program, pardon me, that's me. So it puts the responsibility on me, which is challenging. So it means that I have to make some tough decisions. The decision I made, if you've been following my podcast, was that we would provide clinicals via 100% simulation, only for the amount of time that we couldn't get into hospitals. Now we are having just a few students in hospitals right now, and we are talking to the hospitals about reopening to students. Our first priority is, of course, to get our third level nursing students, so those students are finishing this term and are in cardio right now and trends I'm using the slang terms for the classes right now in this term our priority is not these students in general our priority is to give them some clinicals before they graduate so they're in a better situation when they enter their first job obviously we want to have everybody back in the hospital I'm not sure that that's going to be possible in the next couple of months, so we are going to prioritize, and the hospitals have asked us to prioritize those students who are graduating this term. We are working with them to get placements for all of the 2021, so the fall of 2020 graduates, uh, the cohort that's graduating this December. So that is what we're working on right now. I say we, I'm using the term we loosely because it's basically the associate deans and the clinical coordinators working with the hospitals. But there are a lot of considerations here. 
and things that all of you need to be aware of. Yes, we have permission from the state of Florida to extend our 100% simulation exception. However, the responsibility falls on me and I firmly believe that when hospitals reopen to us, we need to be back in the hospitals. That is going to be the best preparation for you for practice and is going to allow for the smoothest transition to professional practice upon graduation. What does that mean to you? To you, that means that you need to keep your clinical compliance, your Complio, American Data Bank folders current. You need to communicate with your clinical coordinators, which are Colin Beckford and Jessica Dennis. If you have any issues, you need to keep those current. You need to be acting as though you're preparing to go back to the hospital. And you need to be aware that when hospitals open up to us, the expectation will be that you go back to the hospitals. Whether we have this exception in place or not, we will, <clears throat> pardon me, expect that you will go back to the hospital. So that is important information for you to have because I have several people, I not several, I have a few students who have expressed concern about doing clinicals in hospitals. That is the life of a nursing student. That is the life of a nurse. And we will be going back to the hospitals as soon as they open up to us. If you have any concerns about that, you're more than welcome to chat with me about it. Send me a message and we can chat about it. So, as you know, we've all been preparing for our reaccreditation visit. We're very excited. I spoke to the team leader and she's excited about coming here. They've been reading what we submitted to them, which we call our self-study report. And we talk about our entire program. It's a massive document that a lot of people put a lot of work into. And one of the things we, of course, need to talk with them about is curriculum. So our curriculum, if you remember, includes a systematic plan of evaluation. And in that systematic plan of evaluation, we have four end of program student learning outcomes that we look at to see if you've met them upon your graduation from this program. And I'm sure you remember because you've been reading my blog and listening to this podcast and memorizing the information and taking notes. Ha. Anyway, I'm sure you remember that those four end of program student learning outcomes are human flourishing, nursing judgment, professional identity, <clears throat> and spirit of inquiry. So we talked about human flourishing and nursing judgment, and I just want to touch on professional identity. So professional identity, when you meet that outcome, it means that you are able to operationalize the core ethical, moral, and legal concepts relative to the professional registered nurse and the practice of nursing. So those, that outcome is incorporated into all of your courses and all of the courses are preparing you to meet that outcome. Again, we didn't just the faculty didn't just come up with that end of program student learning outcome off the top of their head, right? There are professional standards upon which we base those outcomes. And professional identity is one of the outcomes identified by the um, National League for Nursing. So 
we also evaluate those outcomes, right? And I'm sure you remember from reading my blog and listening to this podcast that we have a couple of different ways of evaluating that outcome. One is the HESI exit exam that you take. And another is the um, is the NCLEX reports. When you take your NCLEX, we get reports back that tell us how the cohort did on specific aspects of the NCLEX. And we take those aggregate reports and we analyze them and we look at our program to make sure that we are meeting those outcomes. You will have a chance to meet with the ASIN reviewers. Yay! They will have about 90 minutes for you guys to be um, to talk with them and to review uh, or and for them to ask you questions so we're pretty excited we will be sending you an invitation and we hope that you'll meet with them this will be a virtual meeting and I'm trying to look up the date I believe it's on Wednesday October 7th in the morning so some of you will be in clinicals and some of you will um, will not be in clinicals and some of your clinical instructors will probably give you time off to meet with uh, to meet with the reviewers so the student meeting is going to be on oh I'm sorry it's Tuesday October 6th well still some of you will be in the um, will be in clinicals Tuesday October 6th and the student meeting is starts at 11 a.m. and it's about a 90 minute meeting there are four reviewers they're very nice, at least the team leader was very nice. The team leader has been doing these reviews since 1997, so she's been around a while and seen a lot of nursing programs. And she'll be interested to talk with you about your experience and see what you understand about the program outcomes and the end of program student learning outcomes. So I'm really expecting that you guys are gonna um, read my blog, listen to this podcast, and be able to talk about those. The reviewers are going to ask you a lot of questions and they're reviewing a lot of records. So let me just give you an example of some of the kind of records that the reviewers are looking at. They're looking at student records. They look at about 10% of our student records. They want to see that everything is there that we say is supposed to be there. So what are they going to look for? For student records, they're going to look that we have assured that your clinical compliance is there, that you have your flu shot, that you have your BLS card, all of that stuff. They're going to look that you got some clinical evaluations. So they'll be looking for your clinical evaluations. They'll be looking for, we're gonna put a copy of your transcripts in there. They wanna look at different students. They wanna look at male students, female students, students who took their prerequisites in other places, students who took their prerequisites here. They want to look at some LPN to RN transition student records. And they wanna look at some ethnic and cultural diverse diversity, some diverse records. So right now, the um, associate deans with our administrative assistants are pulling those records and reviewing them. Then we will make those available to the reviewers. They are bound by privacy rules and they're only looking at them for the duration of their visit. What other kind of records are they looking at? They're looking at meeting minutes. We provided them some examples of meeting minutes, but we have to provide to them access to all of our meeting minutes so they can review those and see if we're doing what we say we're supposed to be doing. We say that we have meetings, we need to have some evidence. They look at faculty records. They want to look at about 10% of our faculty records. So 
they are looking that the faculty has the appropriate credentialing that we say they have to have. So if we say that a faculty member here, to be a faculty member in the nursing program has to be a nurse, they're expecting to see evidence of their license, that they have to have BLS. They're expecting to see, just like you guys, that they have a BLS card. If we have said they're credentialed to teach NUR 1020, they want to see their transcripts and how we have determined that they are eligible to teach NUR 1020. And the same for all the nursing courses. What else are they looking at? They're looking at our actual outcome data. So I provided with them an overview of our end of program student learning outcome evaluations. Um, how we, you know, the, the actual the actual percentage that we that we have, our completion rates, our NCLEX passing rates. And that's great. They want to see that, but they want to see the actual raw data too. So we have files that they'll have access to because this is a virtual visit. Normally it would be an in-person visit and they would be coming here and walking around and looking at these things. They would be pulling student files out of the file cabinet. They would go to the HR department and pull faculty records, employment records, and look at them. But this is a virtual visit, so they won't be doing that. They will be visiting some of your classrooms. So on Monday, October 6th, I lied, Monday, October 5th, I'm having trouble with those October dates, they will be present in your classrooms during your class time, during your remote classes. So not all classes, some classes. Faculty will be providing a link and an, an ASIN reviewer. So a reviewer from the Accreditation Commission for Education and Nursing, ASIN, will attend your class that day. And I'm especially excited for that because I know how impressive all of you are in class. The ASIN reviewers are nursing faculty from other schools around the country. So they have experience in, in teaching student nurses. They know what they're looking for when they enter the classroom. We're also providing them some videos of simulation. So again, if this was normal times and they were coming here to do a regular ground visit, they would go to your clinical site with you. So we would say, okay, um, you know, and you are 2222L is at Broward Health this morning, Broward Health Medical Center on whatever unit, and they would go there and actually talk with you and watch you in your clinical. Well, that's not possible right now. First, you're not at the hospital, and second, they're doing virtual visit. So instead, they want to see what we're doing for simulation. So we are providing them with some videos. If they choose to, we will allow them access to actually be in one of the simulation, the virtual simulations that are going on during the time that the uh, reviewers are here. My conversations with them, I believe that they will be happy with the videos, but you know, they have that option. As well, they would be here physically walking around looking at our facilities. They won't be able to do that. So this week I'm doing some videos, just using my cell phone, and then I'm having somebody from IT help me format them of our facilities. So taking some videos of the nursing labs, taking some videos of the classrooms. So some of you may be in the background in some of those videos. All of this information is shared just with the ASIN reviewers during the time of the review. So we give them access, they look at the information, and then we take away access. 
So they are bound by privacy. They will not be sharing this information with anybody except for the Accreditation for Commission for Education and Nursing. So I hope that gives you guys a bit of an overview into what we're looking at here. I'll be talking about it a lot more in the next couple of weeks every time we do a podcast because it's kind of, as I say, heating up. Four weeks from today, the visit will be mostly over um, and I'll be able to sleep again. Yay! <laughs> so we're all getting ready here and you're going to hear a lot about it. I want you to take a few moments to read my blog and really think about the end of program student learning outcomes. I want you to take a few minutes and peruse our website so you know what the nursing philosophy, what the mission and vision are. I want you to be able to talk about those things to the reviewers because I want them to see what strong nursing students we have here. Okay, you guys, have a great week. Keep doing a great job in your classes. Remember, it's the most important thing is that you learn the material, so keep up with that. I hope everybody stays healthy, and I hope I get to see you in person soon.